McCarthy joining us right here on Sean and RJ. Mike, good morning to you. Happy New Year's Eve to you. Hey, Coach. Hey, good morning, uh, Kevin and Chris. Happy New Year's Eve to you. You guys got big plans for tonight? Lay low. Yeah, going to chill out and uh, and get ready for this uh, <laughs> this uh, this weekend here. Uh, Coach McCarthy brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. Uh, Mike, what a difference a year makes. Uh, this time last year, finishing off a, a disappointing season with a, a loss on the road to the, to the Giants, and now a year later, this team locked into the NFC playoffs, fighting for a potential number one seed. For you personally, Coach, what have you learned about yourself as a person and as a coach over the last year that's either changed your approach or reinforced your beliefs in how you feel and how you deal and approach your players and your coaches? Well, I think clearly that I mean this past year has been just a reminder and, and really a reinforcement of you know how you just have to stay the course and, and stay true to your beliefs. You know, um, you know, last year I was here in. You know, in Dallas without my family, um, then obviously you've already stated the production of our football team last year. Um, you know, it was it was a it was a difficult year, but I, I think like anything, there's always so much to learn, and there's always you know so much that can come out of uh, tough you know experiences, and and you just got to believe it, it. You're always paying forward because you know just to have the opportunity to compete in the National Football League is is truly truly is a privilege because of not only what you get to do on Sundays, but, you know, the relationships and, and everything that goes into, you know, creating the team dynamic and, and pulling it all together. So even when you're going through those tough times, there's things you can carry forward. And, and I think that clearly is something we were able to build off of last year. And, um, you know, I think it's part of our foundation for our success this year. It's ironic you mentioned that, but you said the foundation because there was a lot of players on the, the team last year that said they don't ever want to go through anything like that again. And they don't take anything for granted because of what they went through. And like you said, they've used it as a foundation. And no, we're not gonna we're not gonna take any plays off, or we're not gonna coast because anything can happen. Uh, I love the way that you've been totally. I mean, you've you've probably done this whole your whole coaching career, but a lot of people haven't seen this that you're totally involved in every aspect of your football team. I mean, I think a lot of people got a chance to see that in training camp. Uh, where I'm going with this is you selected your own staff, and a lot of people. We're probably wondering, okay, what kind of coach is he going to be? You select your own staff, but you kept Kellen Moore and a couple other assistant coaches here, but you selected most of your own staff. Stephen Jones was on last week, and he talked about how you brought up Dan Quinn, and they were also thinking about Dan Quinn, and it became like a win-win situation. Last week when we talked to you, I mentioned Tom Landry. I'm going to mention Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson didn't call his own plays offensively or defensively and won a couple of Super Bowls here and everybody respect the hell out of him. I want to know about how you feel about doing the job of of letting your coordinators coordinate and your assistant coaches coach, yet having your pulse on these players and the coaching staff. Well, I, I think just like everything that you do, you, ha you have to have a philosophy and an approach. And, and I think that clearly uh, when you're putting together a staff and you know, and actually Dan Quinn and I were just talking about this, uh, you know, last week about staffs. And, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, two to three years to get it exactly the way you want it. Um, but, you know, I, I think we were very fortunate to see ours pull together uh, here this year. Um, and I think when you're, you're looking for, you know, the pieces for staff development and growth, I mean, the three things I've always made sure uh, you have a balance of, you, you definitely have the, you know, have the level of expertise and experience. Um, energy is very important, especially coaching today's athlete. 
you know, in, in really probably the most important part of it is, is the fit, uh, the, the personalities of everybody involved. So, you know, once you get that part right as far as the people, the personality and the experience that you're looking for, they, they, then you got to, you know, put put together the job description and job responsibility. You know, so, I mean, I've, I was, uh, you know, I've, I've coordinated offenses in this league for, for 19 years, and so this is definitely a, a different job responsibility for me personally. But, you know, it's you, you got to put together – the responsibility plan and organization chart and all those, you know, basic things uh, to, to make sure, you, you know, that the team looks and plays the way you want it to play. And, and I'm, I'm very, very, very fortunate to have three outstanding coordinators and in, in Dan Kellen and, and John Fossil. So, um, and I think, you know, from that, it, it gives us the, the ability to, you know, also develop young coaches too. i got some really, we've got some excellent young coaches that do a, a phenomenal job. So it's been fun to watch this all come together. Before we move to this week with Arizona and things preparing for them, I wanted to ask you, Coach, what would you say is your approach to leadership and how that informs how you operate on a day-to-day basis as a head coach and how you deal with your players and your coaches to get the most out of them? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you, the first part of your question cut out. Oh, that's okay. What, what would you say is your approach to leadership and how that informs how you operate on a day-to-day play, basis with your coaches and your players? Well, I think just, you know, I think leadership – Obviously, everybody has a plan, but I think your I think your style and approach is is, is something you got to really pay attention to. And I think I think like a lot of things in life, uh, consistency and efficiency is very very important. Uh, we all talk about you know you know the depth is in the details of, of what you do, and and I think you know everybody wants discipline in in, in organization in their life, um, and, I, and I know especially professional athletes. So I think just being very consistent. With our efficiency and approach, you know, of regulation, discipline, uh, training, and and with that, I think it, you know, it comes from it starts at the top, and and I think our our staffs have done a great job, and, and the players have connected with it because at the end of the day, you know, the players, they, trust me, they they want to be pushed, they want they they want to have the things that are going to help them improve and, and and pull together and connect as a team, and, and, and as long as their approach is consistent, and in today's these guys are. You know, very well educated. You got you look you look at what the, today's football player the experience they have in high school, let alone college today. I mean, you're you're getting a different type of athlete that you you know as far as what they're exposed to than you did 20 years ago. So I think it's real important to be in, in tune with all those things. It's so funny you mentioned that because literally Micah Parsons was in high school three years ago. That's insane yeah. when you think about it. And this guy is a rookie and a leader on the team. Yeah, I mean, Micah's um, it's. You know, you look at, you know, what he brings to the table. Obviously, his talent uh, definitely just, you know, jumps out at you immediately. And, and we knew that when we had the opportunity to draft him. But yeah, he's, it's 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 uh, really it's really cool to see his personality grow. Uh, he has some excellent, better, you know, leadership and examples around him. You know, and I, I think that's important uh, because you want everybody to be able to to be themselves within within your structure and culture. And, and uh, he, he obviously fits in great that way, and, and, and it's just, just having an incredible rookie season. Mike McCarthy, your head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, joining us right here on Sean and RJ. Coach, as we move toward this week in the preparation for the Arizona Cardinals, what update can you provide on Tyron Smith and how he's continued to look in practice and what his availability could look like for Sunday? I like the way Tyron's practiced the last two days. He looks good. Uh, so, you know, if everything stays on schedule, I, I see him ready to go Sunday. Can you talk about how dangerous the Arizona Cardinals team is? Uh, yeah, they've got some injury situation, got some protocol issues, but this was the team that was nine and two last month. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you're talking about an excellent football team. Just you know, high on productivity. I mean, it's it's all the way through. Now this is uh, probably as as big or maybe the strongest challenge we've had to date this year. If you look at the team, the way they're laid out, offense, defense, and special teams. So, you know, all three phases. This this will be a juggernaut of a, of a game. You got you know you got a Pro Bowl electric quarterback and Kyler Murray. I mean, he's uh, you know uh, can make plays from. Any part, any part of the field, you know, in the pocket, out of the pocket, you know, up tempo. So, uh, this is uh, this is a game we're excited about. Obviously, it's a game of high importance for both teams. So, um, we're having a good week of prep, and I know our guys will be ready to go Sunday afternoon. One of the things, Mike, that made this look like made this team successful on Sunday night was the up tempo and the pace that you all played with against a team in Washington and were able to score and score often in that football game. Uh, how do you balance your play style relative to the input? of your players and how they want to play week in and week out, especially based off that success that you guys had against Washington on Sunday night? Uh, I, I just think it's very important when you go through your game plan process just to stay in tune with the really the, the vital signs of every football game. Every football game has its its own ebb and flow uh, to it. I mean, you anticipate which way it may or may not go, but your ability to adjust you know, in-game is, is really of the high, most importance there. So uh, just, you know, you, you know when you want to maybe do more of it than – and not you know each week based on matchups and you know different things personnel groups all that so it's all it's really part of the game plan process but you know it it, it is a weapon uh, I just think like anything when you have 11 guys that can play a little quicker in a pre-snap think a little quicker in a pre-snap um, or, or ready to play a little faster than the other guy it's definitely definitely an advantage so it's just you know being coordinated uh, to play up temp tempo whether it's in all the personnel groups or just some of the personnel groups it's really all part of the game plan. So, and I, I thought the guys did a really nice job of it last week. You know, um, sometimes game plan is like playing poker. I mean, you guys are trying to figure out things on the other team, and they're trying to figure out what you might do. Not to give your show your hand or give your game plan away, but last year you guys used the spy on Jalen Hurts, the CJ package. And I was wondering if you could or if you would. Not that you're going to show your hand. Is Kyler Murray the type of quarterback? that you would use a spy on, say a Micah Parsons or somebody? Well, I think if you just, you know, if you look at the past games he's competed in, there's, there's some form of, you know, that 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 principle in, in the defensive calls. I mean, it's I mean, it's definitely, you have to be aware of his ability to, I mean, he's so quick. Uh, he, he's so quick and, and he's, uh, you know, not, not only does he have the physical skills, but, you know, he's a very creative player. You know, that's what I appreciate about his game because his ability to extend plays and, and uh, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, Forget the, the the part about the guy can make any throw too. I mean, I mean he I mean he can really spin it. So, um, and it comes out. You know, he, he's got a quick release and he's got all those other things. You're into it. So, yeah, I mean, as far as your rustling, discipline, and and how you you go after him in the passing game, it's definitely a you know, it's our probably one of our top one or two targets this week. Because when it was saying with the quarterbacks and I mean, going into your quarterback specifically, what was the most important aspect? about Dak Prescott's success on Sunday night that you want to see him continue to show going forward throughout the rest of the regular season and into the playoffs? Just taking care of the football. I think Dak is, is running the offense at a very, very, very high level. Um, I, mean, I think our, our numbers speak for themselves. I mean, I, you know, it, it's, it's amazing how sometimes things go. You know, people want to talk about the one or two games where, where the numbers weren't quite what they should be. But you know, as far as distributing of the ball, you know, getting you know managing the the run game, you know, particularly versus the 
know, people are throwing a lot of things at us. They're really junking up the defensive looks in first and second down more than I can recall in my years in the league. So he's, you know, he's managing, you know, the the, the diversity of our our game plan, not just in the passing game, but very much so in the run game. So I mean, he's, you know, you're, you're talking about the quarterback that's leading the number one offense in the National Football League, and, and it seems like all we talk about is a couple games where the numbers weren't quite right. So. I, my, the point I'm making is I, I, I feel Dak has played at a very high level in managing and running the offense effectively in the way it needs to be ran. The only thing we need to just really focus on is you know our, give, our giveaways as an offense are higher than we'd like. So it's just it, you know you're always focused on that, but you know that's just the one thing we just got to continue to do. But uh, you know I like I like everything else that we're doing. Hey, Coach, speaking of liking what you're doing, you guys have been very proactive with the protocols. I mean, every team has had some outbreaks here and there. You even had it yourself. Have you thought about last year? I noticed last year a lot of the players were staying at the Omni. They just, they just camped out at the Omni. Have you thought about putting some of the guys at the in the hotel going into the playoffs? Uh, great question. I mean, it's available, you know. Um, and I, I think our guys have really, particularly the last four or five weeks, you know, it's uh, uh, you know that we called family and friends testing opportunities. So you know, we, we, our guys are you know making sure that their home their, their, their home spaces, their home environments are as safe as possible. So I, I can promise you these guys are doing everything they can. Um, you know, they, they've been, you know, the communication of everything that we're doing is probably of high importance. The Omni is definitely available. I mean, it's always been available to them. So, you know, we've had some, some guys use it here periodically. You know, I think anytime anybody feels a little stressed where, they're, you know, maybe have some family over the holidays at the house. Um, you know, I know personally I did that also. Um, so that you know, it, it's definitely available, and 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 our, and our guys are doing are doing a good job of of it here, and we're fortunate to have this uh, great facility here too. So, uh, you know, we've been doing the social distancing, and so we're definitely doing everything we can. And uh, but I, you know, just look at the numbers, you know, nationally. I mean, this this we're we're under a huge challenge right now with with, with the COVID. Mm-hmm. Mike, we'll get you out of here on this. Any New Year's resolutions you care to share with us before we let you go today? Oh, just win. <laughs> win. I hear you. Yeah, I'll keep it easy for you. So, Well, we appreciate the time, yes, Mike. Sir. As always, Happy New Year's to you and your family. Hope you all have a safe and happy New Year. And we look forward to seeing your Cowboys on the field on Sunday afternoon against the Arizona Cardinals. Thank you for the time today. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Right. Oh, Thank you. Happy New Year, Kevin. Happy New Year, Chris. Take happy care. Happy New Year, buddy.